This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered legal advice. The transmission of information on this podcast is not intended to establish and receipt of such information does not establish or constitute an attorney-client relationship. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Thompson Coburn LLP's Three Lawyers and a Drone podcast coming to you from Washington, D.C. My name is Sean McGowan, and I'm a partner in the firm's regulatory practice group and co-chair of the firm's UAS practice group. As always, join me today are my colleagues Tyler Black and Mike Deutsch. On our last podcast, we took a look at the use of drones in the commercial photography industry. Today, we turn to exploring the increased use of drones in the construction industry. We're fortunate enough to have Mr. Tomislav Zigo of firm client Clayco Incorporated as our guest today. Tomislav is a LEED certified architect with a certificate of management in building information modeling. Tomislav is the vice president of virtual design and construction with Clayco Incorporated, a nationwide full-service architecture, engineering, design, build, and construction firm with its main office located in Chicago, Illinois. Tomislav is also a private pilot and is in charge of Clayco's Part 107 drone and drone piloting program. Tomislav, welcome to the podcast, and thank you for taking the time to be here today. Thank you, Sean. Glad to be here. Hi, Tomislav. It's Mike Deutsch. Thanks very much for being on the podcast today. Can you tell our listeners who may not be familiar with Clayco how large Clayco is, what kind of construction projects the company is typically involved in, and where the projects are typically located? Clayco is a design builder, real estate developer, very complex company that hosts multitude of organizations that are geared toward delivering a turnkey solution, basically key in your hands at the end of the project from design to construction. For most of our projects are based in the United States. We cover a variety of markets from institutional, industrial, corporate, residential, and Clayco has been in business for almost 40 years. Uh, roughly, we are 2,000 people company, and last year, annual revenue was close to $2.8 billion. Wow, so it certainly sounds like quite a large operation. Uh, and I'm thinking that technology and safety have evolved significantly since the, since the company's original inception in 1984. Is that am I correct in that? Absolutely. And listen, the entire industry has evolved since uh, Clayco was incorporated some, as I said, 40 years ago. Codes and regulations change all the time. Schedules are shorter. Buildings are more complex. We are dealing with new materials, new technologies, new contractual obligations. And safety is a paramount of our practice. Basically, the emphasis on safety is what drives this company forward and differentiates this company in the market. Now, how has aerial photography specifically uh, evolved since, since Clayco started business? Aerial photography was present in our business for quite some time. You know, from obtaining aerial imagery from planes to satellites, we always try to uh, determine the context and location of our project. Up until probably five years ago, it took a lot of data wrangling, if you will, to obtain up-to-date photos. Satellite photos were prohibitively expensive maybe 10, 15 years ago, and there was an obvious need for most current up-to-date information. That changed drastically with the introduction of online services like Google, Google Maps, Google Earth. 
but even those were not really keeping up to speed with the pace of construction. And obtaining high-quality images was relatively expensive. Renting a plane per, for a day or a helicopter, it has its price tag. We can pinpoint the number, but needless to say, democratization of drones and UAVs in an industry is, is, a, is a game changer, changer when it comes to obtaining most up-to-date images. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when did Clayco first start using drones on construction sites? We started to dabble when it comes to use of drones in mid-2014. We, we were looking into implementing drones on of our complex projects. We started to look into development of the technology by attending different conferences, uh, reaching to companies that started to emerge into in, in this um, technology market. By the end of 2014, we were purchasing uh, first drones and trying to understand how can we align this new technology with uh, specific construction process. Fast forwarding to today, about how often do you use drones on Clayco construction sites? The adoption was really skyrocketing over the last few years. I'm happy to say that there's no Clayco job site that is not utilizing drones unless that's specifically prohibited by the client. So I would say we have 100% adoption of these technologies across Clayco job sites. Hi, Tomislav. This is Tyler Black. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the benefits that drones provide you as an architect, uh, engineer, and builder? A big picture answer would be using UAVs or aerial photography that is carried out by drones really offers a deeper insight into what we do. But I also like to delineate this into internal and external use. We really like to communicate, and part of our process is really maintaining the clear lines of communication and informing our clients or our partners on the job site about the progress, about conditions of the site, or any potential issues. So drones offer an unprecedented dose of clarity for everybody that is somehow attached to the job site. And then when it comes to internal use, we are definitely trying to delineate this between a design process use and construction process use. Would you like me to elaborate on it a little bit more? Yeah. Can you dig into that a little bit? I think that's really interesting. So if we are looking at owner's use, first of all, I think just the notion that we can be posting very interesting points of view of our jobs, literally twice a day if we want to, and upload those videos in, into the data stream and share this with the client, assures the client that Playco is about delivering project in a very transparent way. Also allows client to interact more proactively if there are changes to design that needs to be made or if there are any other concerns, whether there are weather concerns or execution concerns, the client can share with us proactively. From client perspective, we often offer a service of actually surveying the property and informing the client or giving the client additional perspective on their property by deploying UAVs. Marketing is a big aspect of it. And to be honest, this is an on-demand service. If a client requires a different perspective, different kind of video, different kind of information. This is something that we can offer without necessarily mobilizing additional resources because we're empowering all of our job sites to deliver that. 
when it comes to internal use of drones, as I said, we are dividing this in a design and construction domain. Design domain definitely benefits from use of aerial photography and reconstructing or extracting three-dimensional uh, information through photogrammetry and providing context, context for a future design. If you are commissioning the project, you really would like to understand how does your building in scale and type and a facade and materials, how does it fit within a context of existing sites? And ultimately, once when you obtain this information, if you are really, really early on in the process, one of the most useful applications of drone technology is extracting topography and have a, that additional layer of understanding what your site is all about. Needless to say, this process is far faster than typical surveying process that can take days on a large construction site. When it comes to construction, picture is a little bit more complex. Obviously, we are using aerial photography to monitor the progress of our jobs, not only for client benefit, but also for managerial benefit, if you will, that really happens on a on daily basis. All of our project executives, project managers can tune at any given point into our project dashboard and understand where the site is or where the job is at any given point. Another interesting aspect of our utilization of drones is really documenting things that will become obscured as building or as construction progresses. So documenting everything that goes in the ground before building foundation is being poured or building slabs are being poured, so which means all the underground utilities or monitoring the quality of execution of those underground utilities, meaning whether digging a trench and laying a pipe actually reflects what is being delivered on construction document has a huge benefit, not only for us as a contractors, but also for a client, basically relaying this information to them and giving that information to them at a closeout of the project. And then there is the aspect of safety. Monitoring job site, monitoring perimeter of the job site, being able to inspect elements of the project where sending somebody in a hoist or sending somebody up high to inspect building that can be visually inspected by good visual sensor avoids putting people at risk or putting people in a situation where they might be at risk. Most of our drone operation really relies around quality and safety at a construction site. And I'm curious from what you've been talking about just now, have you noticed or seen that customers are coming to expect the use and advantages of this kind of technology from a sophisticated company like Clayco? Are you observing that, that the customers will come to you and kind of expect that you're going to use drones or, or not be surprised when you say, hey, th there's an advantage here if we survey this with a drone? That's an interesting question. I would say two or three years ago, because of all the hype in the market, we were getting those questions. You know, are you using drones? And obviously, you know, it was to our advantage to say, yes, Clayco is really investing in this technology. I would say over the last two years, I think the level of clients that we are approaching is sophisticated enough that they just assume that this is part of a toolkit. So I don't think we are getting those questions, but we are having more and more clients just expecting, as a matter of fact, to have access to this information. So it's not, anymore a bragging point, 
to say we fly the drones is just part of our toolkit. And what really drives our adoption now is this desire to differentiate in terms of how we're delivering the drone data, how we're analyzing the drone data, and ultimately how we're distributing drone data to our clients and, and to, our, to all the stakeholders that are on the project. Right. Okay. So then it sounds like you're saying that definitely the value of the information that you're getting from using drones outweighs the cost of operating them? Oh, absolutely. And, and especially since we started to transition the use of drones to be solely internally driven operations, we are driving the cost of deploying drones down. And obviously, technology is evolving so rapidly that today, $2,000 drone can do so much more than a drone that was ten, fifteen, dollars or $20,000 just four years ago. And Thomas, I'll let Sean again, and I'm just wondering about that transition that you're just mentioning, and it's probably mm -hmm. a good time to get into how and where is Clayco obtaining drones and pilots now versus, I think you mentioned that, in the f future, you're looking at taking it in-house, but what are, what are you doing now? It's a combination of, of resources that we are deploying. Um, right now, Clayco is going through the process where we are outsourcing flying uh, aspect of this business to people that have certificates in the areas that we operate. And that works really well for us. So basically, data gathering, is done following Clayco standards and Clayco safety practices. Obviously, not only safety, but also following Clayco insurance requirements. But the data processing is happening on Clayco end. Right now, we are in the process of transitioning from this model, and we were fortunate enough to bring people on board that are great instructors, both conveying practical knowledge of flying drones, and also conveying FAA-required uh, knowledge in order to obtain the license. So we are going through the process of internal training and literally onboarding our superintendents, project engineers, VDC engineers to be capable to plan and execute the missions and obviously upload and analyze the data. Blaker was fortunate enough to work with people that you know, represented the vanguard of drone industry that put us on a path toward obtaining our FA exemption, the first one, the 333, famous 333, very early on. We were the first company in the country that was allowed to fly drones on our construction sites. And since then, we really understood that close adherence to FAA regulations, monitoring insurance requirements, and really being connected to all the legal aspects of flying is only to our benefit. So I would say that created an atmosphere or need to create very robust and sustainable UAV operations within Clayco. Are there other benefits to taking it in-house? I see, you know, the compliance, obviously, you have a better control on that. Are, are there other things that you're thinking will be beneficial to having all that under one roof as opposed to third parties? Well, obviously, we're driving the cost down. The other one is I think that allows us to even further strengthen our safety attitude when it comes to utilization of UAVs. 
And I would say the third and not the tangible benefit is we tend to pride ourselves on being innovators across the organization. I think giving equipment or means and methods in hands of people that are using them is only going to lead us towards discovering new uses of technology. Some of those are emerging right now. And, you know, I'll be happy to follow up with you in a few months from now and see how we're doing in that regard. If I hear you right, you're in the process of gathering people in-house that are going to be certificated and, and, and flying. Do you have any kind of idea of, like, how much that is costing for Clayco? Because you mentioned that costs, cost was a driver of coming back in-house. If I need to kind of wrangle this entire training program and, you know, deploying the drone at the job site, I would say having drone deployed at the job site probably runs anywhere from eight to $10,000 per project per year, which in, in, in all essence, it's a negligible cost comparing the benefits we are getting. And then there is an additional benefit of just having educated workforce that actually understands the tool and the final product. Considering that we are doing training in-house with our in-house personnel, um, basically this is cost of doing business for Clayco. And for listeners out there that might be thinking that, you know, this is something that we need to get involved in in order to make our architecture, engineering, building business competitive, you know, what what have you learned over the last couple of years as you're working with third parties, but now also taking it back in-house or about to take it back in-house? Any, any kind of tidbits that you can give listeners or best practices or things that they should consider? Uh, whether, you know, that be uh, about what type of drone and, you know, how to go about figuring mm-hmm. that out. I'll be happy to share our insights. The most important thing to consider is how to align this desire to bring new technology like drones with existing business model. And how do you proliferate within an organization like, you know, but it's a small organization or a large organization, doesn't really matter. One of the uh, tips in that regard is to involve as many people as possible and democratize this technology in a way that you don't have to mystify what drones are all about, make information available to everybody across the board, because feedback is going to be much better. People can recognize where can they use this technology much more clearly if you have multiple people being involved with the process. When it comes to equipment, Um, It's kind of interesting uh, these days. I think if you asked me four years ago, it would have been a much harder choice. Obviously, there is a consolidation in the market. There's a dominant drone supplier or manufacturer, which DGI is the force to reckon with. They are providing units that are affordable and quite capable. Our goal now is to further reduce the actual size of the unit and make the unit be something that can be regarded as a handheld tool. So little Sparks or Mavics are ideal for what we are trying to do. We are not in the business of high-end photography or um, carrying or flying with complex cameras and complex sensors. For that purpose, we have a couple of drones that are a little bit larger in size that can have a more substantial payload. But for all the practical purposes, our goal is to make technology accessible and buy the units that are relatively small in size so nobody can 
complain about hauling a big Pelican case and assembling the drone on site. We want it to be deployed readily. The other aspect of in-house drone program is quality control over data, ability to recognize which software in the market delivers results that are needed for a specific purpose, and then assuring consistency is probably the biggest challenge. So that's the reason why we really wanted to have this ramp up to be kind of fairly gradual, start with a group that was keenly interested in flying, showing or showcasing the results, distributing those results to people that might be interested, soliciting their feedback, and then building up the interest within the organization in order to get more pilots and purchase more equipment. Tomislav, it's Mike again. Now, just taking a step back and looking at the big picture of drone usage, there's a, a recent Goldman Sachs report that discusses the various industries that will benefit from the use of drones, and one such industry is construction. And the report forecasts a $100 billion market opportunity for drone use over the next five years. Where do you see drone use on clay code construction sites going in the next five to ten years? What new types of functions will drones perform? Will there be an increase? Do you think it's going to kind of level off? What are your thoughts? The, the $100 billion number is, is quite intriguing, and I, I think there are numerous ways to speculate about whether this is really going to become a reality in, in years to come. I would limit my answer to the insight within Clayco and operation that we are trying to establish in-house. I think, you know, just the fact that we are flying on every construction site means that at some point our operation or our deployment or, or frequency of use will taper off. And what I can see right now is potentially leaning toward units that can spend more time in the air, sensors that are more versatile or sensors that are giving us insight into our jobs that transfer visual information and greater autonomy for drones in terms of either mission planning or obstacle dete uh, detection. In a nutshell, I think this is just going to become another tool in a contractor's toolkit. The results are going to get better. I think we are really shifting focus toward better analysis in terms of software and data distribution. One of the drawbacks of using this technology is a vast amount of data that now actually flows through our data pipeline. So optimizing that delivery, relying on cloud platforms, and creating a more collaborative environment where multiple stakeholders can review data obtained by a drone is actually our priority not necessarily drone technology per se. Okay, well, those are all great and very interesting insights, Tomislav. appreciate that. Definitely agree with you. On one, I guess one of the big issues being you know, time and error. I think a lot of people are looking for how can they maximize that and will be over the next uh, couple of years too. Um, are there any other questions or comments uh, from Mike, Tyler, Tomislav, anybody? Sure, and if I can just wrap it up, I would just say if, if Construction companies didn't get a chance to get their feet wet and, and start using UAVs as part of the process. This is a great time to start. Technology is affordable, software is mature, 
and there is a less confusion in the market. So I think the answers that they will be getting for people that are delivering this technology are far more straightforward and um, far more realistic. That's great. Excellent. Again, um, thanks, Tomislav, for being with us today. Lots of great information and insights about use of drones in uh, the construction industry. We definitely appreciate it. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to contact us through our Thompson Coburn LLP website or by direct messaging the TC Drone Twitter page, which is at TC Drone Law. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great day.